0: Ladies and gentlemen, the music has ended, so you know what that means. Another episode of Mostly Ghostly is back at you in your face. Ray, how you doing over there?
1: Not bad, not bad. How about you? I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. We're going to jump kind
0: of right to it today because I'm just so excited. I can't wait to get into it. Uh, we have two guests from the Boombastic Media Network, uh household we share over here with the Mostly Ghostly show, Uh Samantha and Ariana. Of trauma Ooh. mama podcast. How you doing over there?
2: Good. How are you? Yeah.
0: Doing well. I'm doing well. I know. Yeah. Was-
3: <laughs> Screaming in the background. I'm sure. <laughs> Come again?
2: No, we didn't hear it.
3: Oh, Okay. Are
0: you not, are you letting us know officially that you are a mama? Is that what you're trying to go for? For sure,
2: <laughs>
3: mama through and through. <laughs> There's no escaping it ever.
0: So, you know, give us a little, give the people out there a little taste of what your podcast is for anybody out there that might want to kind of dive in. Might like your personalities today and might want to check you out a little further. Give them a heads up ahead of time.
2: Well, it has to go based off personality?
0: Sure. Why not?
2: (laughs) Hold on. Can we just have something else? No. (laughs) (laughs) We're just kidding. Ariana, you can tell them all about it.
3: (laughs) So our podcast, Trauma Mamas, we are experiencing life with all of our <laughs> with all of our listeners. Uh, we share things from child abuse, from uh spiritual addictions, like. addictions, all types of traumas that parents would encounter and how can we help and provide some sort of healing along the way, whether it's resources or just laughing at our stupidity with whatever it is that we're, okay. <laughs> that
2: we're laughing about, or it whatever. got stony baloney, or
3: yes, there is definitely <laughs> marijuana consumption. <laughs> cool. We got things light where we can, and because life comes at us. Fast and Furious, and if we don't have the tools to manage the craziness, we're going to get sucked down a big black hole. So,
0: (laughs) Yeah, I've heard the show. I'm a big fan. People out there can go catch Ray Booten on a current episode of the Trauma Mamas podcast. And Can you spell that for the folks out there, just so they don't go looking down no wrong road going to find (laughs) some other mamas or something like that? We need to make sure they find our Trauma Mamas.
2: Yeah, you gotta spell it like the Boston way. That's right. So T R A U A H M A M A H S. <laughs> so is that all we, oh, and then podcasts. <laughs> so <I'm> like, wait. <laughs> and that's
0: podcast spelled the regular way. Yep. <laughs> very nice. Very nice. I like it. Yeah, I definitely, I dig the show. I think everybody should go take a peek. There's a lot of stuff in there. It gets deep. It's fun. Uh, it's a lot of good stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, now, ever since I, I met you guys around the old boombastic media punch bowl at one of the holiday parties and we were pitching back, uh, back and forth episodes <laughs> of our shows and I was very interested. I know you guys are very interested in the paranormal. You know what I mean? Uh um, oh, yeah. Now, which one do I dr- address first? Which one's the? Is there? Ariana
2: has more that goes on with hers, so she's got like way more stories of actual like stuff happening.
0: Ariana, you are touched by the paranormal.
3: <laughs> I, so, yeah. yeah, um, I've born and raised in a family with practicing Wiccans. And on the other half of the family, we have the Irish Catholic side. So there's a lot of different spirituality things going on in my life growing up. (laughs) Um, But I have myself experienced like weird visions. It hasn't really happened though, since I was a kid. Um, Definitely looking to like enhance it now that I'm an adult. Um, But There was a situation when we were a kid, and we explained it a little bit. I think in our in our episode that we had done um, with Ray about how we got a phone call. I we were I was in what I was living in Kingswood, so had to have been before high school, so like seventh, eighth grade. Yeah, and my I answered the phone. It was after dinner, and it was a detective. From the Bridgewater Police Department. And I was like, oh shit.
0: Because
3: <laughs> we had gotten in trouble for something at the library. So I was like, oh great, now what? <laughs> but it had nothing to do with us. They had asked to talk to Gary Rice, who was my mom's boyfriend at the time. And my mom told me to go in my room. I knew that it couldn't have been. So I could feel the anxiousness throughout the house. So I went in my room and I sat in my closet and almost had like a panic attack, but I kept getting visions of a man hanging from a tree in his underwear for like no reason. I don't know why, but I just kept seeing visions and it was freaking me out and I couldn't go talk to my mom because she was dealing with whatever. And after they get up the phone or whatever, I could tell something wasn't right. And I told my mom what had happened. And my mom's a big believer in all this stuff. So she was helping me and like telling me my prayers and stuff. And it wasn't until weeks later, maybe like 10 days later, um, she called me at my dad's house and had told me that, the phone call that they had received was that a buddy of theirs had been missing and they wanted to know if they knew anything about them Uh-oh. in which at the time didn't. And my mom called me to tell me that they had got word that they had found him and that he had committed suicide out in the woods and hung himself in the trees. And I was like, What's he naked? Did he have
2: Because I was like,
3: that? Cause I kept telling her like people need to look up because they couldn't find him. And I'm like, if they just look up mom, they'll find him. And it took almost two weeks to find him. And she called me to tell me. And it was, it rocked all of us for a little while, Um, but that was the biggest, biggest one that we've had. Um, there's been other instances where like, you know, you get that feeling that like something horrible is going to happen. Right. And you can't like shake it. And it was the year we were getting married or we had just gotten married and I couldn't fall. Like I couldn't put myself to sleep. I couldn't meditate it off. I couldn't shake it off. Something was not right. And within 48 hours, we got word that our girlfriend, Shauna and my sister's friend, Brittany, their mother had passed away. And, then finding out my stepfather, my ex stepfather then passed away all within that was within like a 72 hour period. And he had died actually on my birthday. So this was all Thanksgiving week oh. that this happened. Yeah. And I had Sean like in the bedroom with me, like trying to console me. Cause I'm like, something's not right, but I, I couldn't put my finger on it. Couldn't figure it out. Right. And, somebody who's as anxious as I am now, like I'm way more anxious now that I'm an adult, but with more and more trauma that I (laughs) endure, I obviously get more and more anxious, which I know I'm not the only one. So that's a big reason why we're doing what we're doing. So in order for me to be my best self and for me to be my best self for my family and my two kids and my husband, I need to get my head right. And in order to do that, there's different tools and things in place that, you know, our generation weren't necessarily taught to do.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You got the, the paranormal attract, you think the paranormal attracts trauma the way trauma attracts paranormal? What do you think?
2: Hmm. That's a good question. I don't know. I see. I used to feel like a lot. I felt like a lot of paranormal stuff comes from trauma, you know, different types of it. it doesn't have to be extreme, but you know, I used to think like, that was a big connection. Well, the first th- kind of go together at some, you know, a little bit.
0: Well, the first kind of ghost when ghost came, first came into my kind of atmosphere, it was more of a tr- you'd think it was because the trauma of a violent death or something like that. Or like Mm -hmm. a trauma of like an unjustified, untimely, you know, something like that. So like there's trauma with that as well. Ray, Mm -hmm. what do you want to say? You you want to say something on this?
1: Well, the individual who uh, has unresolved trauma, they're putting out an energy Mm -hmm. that can draw more towards them. Uh, And also that's one of the things that can, if they have any sort of abilities at all, or if they have a high energy level, and that trauma is running rampant in them. They can end up projecting an entity, a poltergeist. They're actually creating something. Oh shit. <laughs> and That's right. It, it, it can take, it can take form. And it can affect, uh, usually it's limited to, let's say the, the, the home they live in. Uh, interactions with people around them. Yeah, But over time, if the trauma is not dealt with, the energy literally takes a life of its own and just keeps going. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I also wanted to bring up the, um, when Ariana said that, that, you know, they practice different religions, so to speak. My grandfather was the same way. What's your guys' opinion on that? Like, cause, you know, God, God, I guess the Christian God, if you will, says, don't worship any other god than me like no false idols you know but if you're if people are journeying off the path so to speak do you think that's a bad thing to go look at other things or is that i know some people try to do it for you know learning reasons to educate themselves just so they know the big picture whatever so they know they're right but what's your vibe on journeying into different religions and gods you think that's a good thing or a maybe negative thing
2: I you mean, know, I grew up in a house where my dad was Jewish and my mom was Catholic. So we celebrated all holidays for those. Oh, really? So, you know, because my mom never converted. So we would do, you know, we did Hanukkah. We did Christmas. We did Passover. We did Easter. You know, we would do all of them. So I think it's, you know, whatever people want to do. Now, if you ask me, I don't really have a religion because I just haven't practiced anything in a long time. You know, I haven't gone one way or the other.
0: Some people would say your religion is Trauma Mama's Podcast.
2: I mean, I don't know if it's religion, but yeah. it's something.
3: <laughs> yeah,
2: I the whole
3: spiritual realm for me, I'm definitely in the last three years, three or four years, have been on a spiritual journey in finding God in my relationship with the higher being. And I always knew that there was like the universe or a higher power of some sort and whatever it was, it could hear me. And I definitely believed in, you know, the spirit world as well too. Like my grandfather, when we were in fifth grade, um, he got hit by a car in front of his house. He was walking home and um he died and I was in the fifth grade and that was like the first like real big thing loss that I had experienced. And myself to be able to cope with that i found it comforting like writing him letters yeah and i used to i'm gonna cry wow. <laughs> i haven't talked about this in a long time <laughs> uh, <laughs> but i used to read him those letters like out on the lawn and my mom she was working all the time so i was home by myself and I I used to have like imaginary conversations with my grandfather in my head and it was like my seventh grade or eighth grade birthday party or something. And we had a spirit medium birthday at my dad's house and or it was my stepmother's birthday, somebody's birthday. And there was a medium that came to the house and we were doing private readings and she literally, sat down with me and like told me almost like word for word like the things that I would say to him. And so I've just always been a huge big believer and I know that they can hear us. So it's like uh, people step- that's fine. They don't have to believe but just because they don't believe doesn't mean it doesn't exist. So yeah. But I. at our house now we have crazy, like things happening. There's footsteps constantly. There's voices we sometimes hear. We think the baby's crying sometimes, and she's not. That happened the other day for like the first time. And- Should
0: you be worried about something like that? Right? As she lists these things off, let me know which ones are red flags or which ones you know purple. Maybe <laughs> like an orange flag, perhaps.
3: You know what I mean? <laughs> My whole life's the red flag. Who are you okay. Kidding? <laughs> but yeah the footsteps though that's what's like crazy to me because you can only hear them in certain parts of the house and you can only we see sometimes things like in the corner of our eyes from the other side of the house which we if we're in the living room you can see through like the doorway over to like sean's office and sometimes in your peripheral, you can almost see like a dark figure, like walk, like you can see somebody walking in there, and clearly nobody's in there. Like but like a shadow when, person? Like when you're shadow, in,
0: yeah. huh? like a shadow person type deal?
3: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, something moving, like some you're like, ooh, something caught your eye. And when you're over in that area at night, sometimes I like to go live to see if people can hear it <laughs> at night, but you hear footsteps. As if, like, there's, like, it almost sounds like if Harley is in the living room running back to my bedroom, but upstairs, which Mm -hmm. we don't have. (laughs) And it does, it sounds like a kid running back into the bedroom. And it happens almost every night between, like, 9.30 and 11.30. And we're getting really good at when we hear it, we'll go turn on like the ghost app or whatever and we'll just start you know talking to it and not a single conversation doesn't go by where somebody doesn't come and introduce themselves to us (laughs) and the energy all the time is different and it's crazy because when we do talk to them and when they do communicate through the spirit boxes we do we get Different things all the time. Different names, different reasons as to why they died, as to why they're stuck and can't leave. They're always stuck and can't leave. That's always like their thing.
0: What are what are some of the different reasons why they they'd be stuck and can't leave? I have no idea. Oh, uh, <laughs> I thought they told you the secrets.
3: Oh no, they they some hmm. of them did not realize that they're even dead. To be honest, oh, there you go. And- so what do they interpret you as? I wonder.
0: If they think they're still alive or whatever, you must be the ghost to them. Mm. Suppose, that's trippy, right? Imagine that's it's- a Twilight Zone episode.
3: Um, reminds me of that Nicole Kidman movie. All of them. The what? Uh, I think it was, and she the and others. her kids.
0: The others. A reboot. It's a reboot of another film. Now, I always get kind of, the big question in my head, I always wonder, whenever I hear a story about a house, you know, there's supposed, you know, how do you know what's what? Like Ray will go, I think Ray will believe it, it could be like a very innocent thing that you don't have to worry about it. But then there's also situations where it becomes something you have to, or it could be something you have to uh, worry about.
1: Mm-hmm. Right, Ray? Right, Ray? Uh, well, first of
3: all, how old is the house? Oh, God. It's pretty old. Um, so a lot of house years. Has, yeah, the house year. has,
1: has a history. It's had lives come and go.
3: Mm. And yeah.
1: what you, you will have some residual haunting or residual energy there. Mm-hmm. Uh, depending upon what people did in the past, it can be anything from a Ouija board to different ceremonies. Someone could have opened a portal not even realizing it. And now you have them walking through. You have them mm-hmm. visiting. Um another thing that can happen is it can be you or people in the house. People are <laughs> people are portals. There are some people that are open and they will attract those in spirit to them because they are open and they're looking to communicate with somebody or they're looking for help. And what you have to do as an individual is you have to learn how to close yourself off mm. so that they come only when you want. You allow them in only when you want. And you have to learn how to do that.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So you can like cleanse a space, find a good cleansing ceremony, cleanse the house, and then set your boundaries up so that no one or nothing comes unless you call it and on your terms. Because mm-hmm. I think that what happens is an in old, in old Native American tradition is that uh, when someone has suffered trauma when they're young, they uh, spiritually and psychologically, they're open. That trauma keeps them open, and they are the people that eventually become like shamans, or in modern day, it would be mediums, etc. Because they are open to it, and that goes back to a trauma when they were young. They never closed off the other side. The trauma kept them open, so that that's a possibility. There are different reasons people can be open. Some um, are born; they're inherited that way. I know that um, I've got daughters uh two of them actually uh, have the ability it's genetic so if there had been someone in your family you can't inherit it it can also be that people have done things at times in the past where they are different ceremonies and stuff that open themselves up of um the area that they're living in so they've created that portal themselves mm-hmm. i'm not saying that's necessarily the case it could have ex- since it's an old house it could simply be very active with the history of the house, right there. Some of it residual, and some of it uh, people that can't let go.
3: Yeah, for sure. We um, we only know a little bit about it. Um, our landlord, we rent it. Our landlord um bought it off of the bank auction because the woman who lived here had passed. She didn't pass in the home; she was in the nursing home and had passed. Um, but did she come back though? Yeah. yeah, and across across the way, we're right on the um, main drag, and across the way, there's um, like a flower shop or whatever, and I like to take the girls over there and stuff, and the owners know us and everything, and they know this house of that we're in as the previous owners from like years and years and years ago, and the older woman was telling us how back in the day, like the beautiful tree that we have in our yard, the woman bought it across the street with the neighbor. So they were all girlfriends and everything together and had actually told us that her son had actually been hit by a car and died uh, back in the 70s somewhere. She told me it was somewhere down by the pet cemetery, but I have no idea. But I guess oh, no, he everyone. was yeah, yeah he, right um i guess he was seeing a girl like across the way or whatever and he had been he got hit and killed and then after that like shit went downhill for the family and the father ended up passing away and then the mother went nuts and all kinds of stuff but that's all we really know and when they came when mark bought the house it took him almost a year just to clear it out because she had began beca- became like a really bad hoarder after her son died, and so, he was finding like wads of like cash in like random spots, like out in the garage. <laughs> you know, come and help volunteer to help do like a garage sale, and she found like five hundred bucks, like tucked in something. So he let up. Yeah, he let her keep it because he was like, "Find his keep, his go ahead."
0: <laughs> well, you, so you had. So there was a family that lived in that house. His yeah. so, son, as a teenager, got hit by a car, died, and then that mm-hmm. family like deteriorated and fall fell apart and got all like fucked up. You should definitely get some like no. Ray Bootman up in there, do some prayers because it almost feels like there's a bad vibe of <laughs> sadness. Evil There's definitely up in there stuff going on, and that's what I think. Though, so well, yeah, you, you you watch Holders on TV, and they're all half of them are all like either something traumatic, trauma, mama happened to them, or like they lost somebody, and now they just like fill their house because like they lost their mind with them. That, their mind went with that person. You know what I
3: mean? Yeah,
0: yeah. You yeah. say, yes, right?
1: Uh, well, you you say the son died in an accident. Was that? Uh... I'd say maybe about a quarter to a third of a mile away. No yeah. more than half. No more than half. But I'm thinking more than maybe a quarter or a third third of a
3: mile away. Yeah, I knew it. It, it. It's close. It's definitely close. The pet cemetery is not too far from us. Okay. Yeah, it's within. I'd say a quarter of a mile.
1: <laughs> okay. The sun. The sun is there now. Answer yes or no. Do you know what the woman looked like? No. Yes or no. no?
3: I don't know what she looks like, now.
1: Okay, because a gray-haired lady is back, and she keeps on showing up. I don't know. At some point, it's going to be for somebody on this show. Is uh, it
3: the same lady from before?
1: What?
3: Remember, there was a lady that came to us when we did our episode.
1: <laughs> oh, same one.
3: Oh, okay, yeah.
1: It is, it, is the same, it is the same one. Maybe it'd be interesting if you could find a picture of her, or if someone could describe her.
3: Definitely. I'll have but to... Uh,
1: this trauma she she held on to that house and she was trying to hold on to her, the way she hoarded and holding on to the house she was trying to hold on to her son she may have trapped herself and her son there to begin with mm-hmm.
0: yeah, so it, it
1: might it might be good to do a clarity yeah for sure you
0: know that was a, that was this you know that was the that house symbolized the best times in her life that aren't there no more so like she probably put a lot of her life and emotion and energy into that dwelling and it's still there and may you know that's why she returned to it maybe mm-hmm. you know and if she li- if she lived like if she lived all uh in a bad state like that when she died would that would if would that affect her going to a- another place or right, you think or
1: it may she may have been a uh... She, I think she trapped herself there.
0: Because her, her, you know, when she was, wor- of this world, her attachment to the house was so strong that it just it stuck. She won't let go. Yeah. That's, mm-hmm. um, now, have you ever been sleeping and then you, you rolled over and there was a 15-year-old uh, with a, with a you know, who looked like they were in an auto-rack laying in bed next to you, not Sean? <laughs> No, but What would you do in that situation? Would you die immediately or would you be alive for a little
3: bit? I would probably die immediately.
0: Yeah, that would be so,
3: heavy. That would be too much. I'm wondering if it really is us then because we have had experiences almost everywhere we've been. <laughs> now that I think about it, the way I am housed too, now that you just mentioned the in-bed well, maybe, thing.
0: Maybe you're just collecting Maybe you're just collecting vibes. It might not be you. Maybe you brought with, but maybe you know.
3: I don't know because pretty too, and he he picks up on a lot of stuff. And when we were in Wareham, uh, again, probably we had just been married, just got married, and our it was that Main Street in Wareham, and I guess it's a historical strip they still have like that one house school old school right there and everything and yeah. I guess that's tree over there well one time I was either downstairs or not even home but he was upstairs and he thought I was coming upstairs to go to bed and heard me come up the stairs felt me walk into the bedroom and felt me get into bed and he had turned And there wasn't a single person there. (laughs) So we were free a little bit because he came downstairs and he looked (laughs) like he was about to shit his pants. (laughs) And then there was the time where, just let her At the same house, I was. was pouring out. I had a dentist appointment that morning. I was actually going to go get my back tooth pulled and I was waiting for my stepmother to come to the house to drive me. Sean was working at Target at the time. And this was when Target was like cutting back hours and stuff. And he was getting sent home and everything. So I was getting hated. (laughs) And I heard somebody come up the stairs and I was laying with my back towards the door and I had, like, my phone. And I saw, you know, how, remember we had, like, that weird window in the hallway going up to the stairs? Yeah. Saw, like, a person. And I turned, like, pissed off. Like, what the fuck? Like, why are you home again? <laughs> <laughs> and not a single person was there. And that freaked <laughs> me out. So then I went and waited out in the pouring rain. mother, <laughs> to come get me. Because I couldn't be in the house by myself because I was so freaked out. Uh, but yeah, wow. See, I don't even remember all of these stories until you start mentioning something, and then they all start flooding. right there. You know, <laughs> Once,
0: once you have one paranormal uh, interaction, do you think you become like a beacon, like a, like a light in the darkness? Right? What do you think that that all spirits would flood to you?
1: If you if you open up, that's that's possible. If you're a believer and you open up, then you, or you're an empath and you can feel and sense these things, then you become a light, <laughs> and you, you walk in. I've, I have a question for both of you because I don't know which one it belongs to, but who uh, the pipes the pipe smell of a pipe smoker? Who does that belong to? Me. Okay.
3: Father. Is that he your grandfather? Yeah,
1: yeah. That's when you used to talk to
3: him.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I
2: was like, oh, she's gonna cry. <laughs> yep. <Yeah.
1: laughs> he's still there, But doesn't want you to cry. Just let you know, he's still, he's still, he's still, he's still helping and around if you need
2: him.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh. She- she can't help. She can't help but cry. That's her thing. <laughs> I was like, "Oh,
3: got some shit going on on that side."
2: She's like, "Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, that's side is going crazy right now." <laughs> yeah. Woo! Yeah,
3: that's wicked funny because the pipe smoking is one of his telltale signs. Like, that's one of his things to come up with, and is something else too. But I'm curious if he'll say it, so I'm not gonna say it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Profesh, profesh.
3: That's cool.
2: You know, <laughs> I want to know lady well, is.
0: I had a question for you earlier. When we were talking about the different religion and God things, Ray. Is there any of those gods that are cool with you worshipping another god, or are they all pretty much you have to worship me? I assume maybe like a Buddha or somebody who's supposed to be like not really caring or like the... Uh, You know what I mean? Go, you know, not then. Maybe say it would be an ego thing or something. What's
1: going on? Well, the Buddha. (laughs) Then you're not talking about a god in that point. He never claimed to be or doesn't. They really don't believe in God in the way that we um, do. Yeah. Um, there are several that keep it open. uh, Religions where you're pretty much your interpretation. (laughs) Uh, of what God is, is, is acceptable. And they have made, mainly ones that recognize that our idea of God, uh, we're trying to make it, make God human. We're trying to define, we put a face on it or that uh, God is this, God is that. And they basically yeah. say God is beyond all that. We have to just go with the flow and, uh, just, just accept it. You can't, you can't, intellectualize God. You can come to know and feel God. Or what you would call the divine. Because it's in everything. It's in existence. In all of existence, but you can't intellectually say, oh well this is it. Because it's beyond our little minds. It's at our core, but it's not in our mind. Are there any any supposed
0: gods that were cool with you worshiping other ones though? that's
1: what i was curious so, so uh i don't know if i were to say any i would probably say you go with something like well, one of them i'm familiar with it might be certain tribes in native american
0: yeah
1: because i know that like one of the names out west is wankan tonka which is considered the great mystery okay that's that's the translation native american really doesn't care it's it's like um you worship your way, I worship my way. It's all the same thing. We just see it differently. Or yeah. we'll call it something different. Um if you go over in over India, certain types of Hinduism are kind of open. They consider um there's one type that considers um Jesus as an avatar, an expression of, of God. Okay. But not necessarily the Son of God as Christians say But he was a he was he was an aspect or a prophet of of God necessary at that time. So yeah, you want to, you want to in that particular Hindu sect. If you want to believe in Jesus, you can believe in Jesus because it all traces back to the the one God, uh, Brahma.
0: they don't fail. he's the Son, and it's the same thing with kind of like um, that. The Muslim belief is like. They be, like they believe in Jesus, like in the Jesus is in the Quran. He's just not the son of God in their in their religion, but he's an actual That's, figure in their book.
1: He's a uh, he's a he's a great prophet, but he's not the son of God. Yeah, Muhammad is the final prophet.
0: It's crazy how they all do believe the same thing, but it varies in different directions with certain people. You know what I mean?
1: But, well, you know. it's it's a common thing. Um, it's common now, if you look at Christianity, there are many, many different types. Yeah. If you go back 2,000 years ago and you look at Judaism, there were nine different types then. People don't realize that. So there's always been all of these different things coming together. But they all have one thing at the core. And it's our mind and our egos that kind of mess up our sharing that. Yeah. I agree. That's tough.
0: it's all like one they all speak of the same person. They just get a different name for them. Yep. Samantha, I see you over there all not muted. Looking fantastic oh. over there. I think uh, like, am I supposed, supposed
2: to be muted? muted? I'm oh, like, let- one. <laughs>
0: one of you, are, one of you is muted. Um, no. Ariana's muted. Ariana, oh. you're muted. Do you have any paranormal activity in your life, Samantha? I
2: don't uh, I don't really have much. I mean, I, the only thing I have really was driving home with my friend on a highway and we we're coming back and it's nighttime and I was right. sworn I seen a person on the side about to walk out in the highway. And like, and I was like, because I literally thought they were walking out in the highway and then there was like nobody there. And I wasn't gonna say anything and my friend who was driving, he was like, did you just see that where it looked like a person walked out and I was like, oh my god, yeah, we both. Could have sworn somebody just had stepped to the highway and then there was nobody. We're both like, what the fuck?
0: Now, the, big, the big plot twist of this story is that's the that's the same teenage boy that got hit in front of Ariana's house.
2: I don't think so. This was over like on 79 coming to 24, like Fall River area.
0: Which with me making jokes like that, Ariana, best best prepare yourself for paranormal, paranormal activity. I'm losing my mind. It got into me, came through the the, the microphone and got me. Paranormal activity We're talking shit. I know. Ah, <laughs> but um Yeah. So that's cool. So it was walking well not cool I guess, because I assume it would be someone who got hit by a car on that highway. I assume that's probably what it's a ghost of.
2: Yeah. It was just crazy because it seriously looked like someone was about to walk and we both saw it. And like, I was like, oh, my God. And when he brought it up, I was like, "Okay, now I'm not crazy. That did happen. But I've always been like into paranormal stuff. I, you know, been always wanting to do me and Ariana used to always want to go in high school. And when we tried to be as cool as you and Sean and couldn't go in the TB hospital. (laughs) Yeah. That's we were thing. too scared. <laughs> that's
0: my I've, I've often wanted to go back in there, and I knew some. We know some investigators that went in there this past weekend that've been on the show. Jar,
2: Jar, Jar. Oh, really?
0: Yeah. <clears throat> that that's probably the most paranormal place I've ever been in my. Hey, Harley, how you doing? The most paranormal place I've ever been in my days. Yeah. Uh, we still have footage of that that I have to cut up and put on the YouTube for the mostly ghostly audience. Yeah. Want to get the Sean character? <laughs> It'd it with me and Ray. It'd be
2: fantastic.
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, that yeah, that's very creepy stuff. Whenever I think of Highway Act, you, 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 I think of that that like the unsolved mystery episode of the dude like standing next to his overturned car, and he's a ghost now, and he's like, "I'm <laughs> dead.
3: I'm
2: <laughs> dead." I mean, horrifying. Is that what he said? I'm dead. I'm dead. I <laughs> went and had a
0: beer. He went and had a beer and thought about it.
2: He could have a beer. Well, can't be that bad.
0: He couldn't hold it down. He couldn't hold down his liquor when he was alive either. It went <laughs> right through him.
2: Damn. It's yeah. not good.
0: It happens the best
2: us.
0: <laughs> so, um, you know, negative energy. We can all agree that negative energy is uh, troublesome stuff. Uh, With this trauma and the paranormal, I know we talked about the, you know, which which came first, the chicken or the egg? With it, you know, was the trauma or the paranormal? You know, there's also like I do think that people in certain cases of trauma, where people go through like you take an alien abduction type situation where like they're supposedly like you know do the tests on them and stuff and they come back and. There's theories that that's not that that's just kind of people thinking that, you know, other stuff happened. It was like a more of a human thing, Um, but like it's a trauma thing. And it's all you know, the paranormal. We always like to talk about the naysayers of paranormal. Um, I'm always curious of the topic of like uh, someone goes through like deep enough trauma that's rooted in their head, rooted in them enough that they could almost like see something that's not there, so to speak like a manip, like a mind manipulation, you know, we don't believe in that here.
2: <laughs>
0: it's all real. <laughs> it's, it's, it's very interesting. It's very, you know, with the positive and the negative to go back to the God thing. that's kind of what I think it is. You have that big neg- negative energy, which is, you would call the devil, I guess. And then you have the positive energy in the world, which we'd call the God, which the positive thing is like when good things happen to put it on the most simplest, you know, kindergarten type level of explaining it to good and bad. <laughs> um, I'm trying to cheat and look at my notebook here. I had notes. Maybe we went through them all. Um, That's good. So, dude, you guys, I'm sorry, uh, go ahead. I was just, I was earlier, I was, you were at se- age 7, 8 birthday party, you had a medium birthday party?
3: 7th or 8th grade.
0: Oh, okay.
2: Yeah. Yeah, so 7 or 8. <laughs>
0: So like into that is that kind of well I guess the medium should should have been the responsible one to know what's going on. Were you asking were you asking respectable questions, responsible questions, or were you to want to talk to like Satanus or anything like that?
3: <laughs> um, I honestly don't remember much. It was not really me asking questions. It was more or less of her telling me things and then like being able to like validate it. Um, and my grandfather always comes through every single time we see somebody, and my aunt's been really good at coming through too, so every time he says that this woman comes in with the gray hair, I'm always curious if it's actually her or not, but I would like to think yeah. that she would be more vocal than that. she's bossy
2: every time he says that too, though with the gray hair, I'm always thinking, your aunt Priscilla
3: <laughs> I'm like, hmm.
2: no Yeah. Yeah. What do you guys think happens
0: when you die? What do you think actually happens? This is a two part question. You both
3: have to answer this question. This question gives me anxiety.
2: (laughs) Me and my son (laughs) have it set. Me and my son, you know, in our next life, we're going to be cats, which, you know, we believe we're going to go on to be what we want to be in our next life. You know, I believe. You do get next life, and but I think you're also spirit still here for a while before your next life. Like you know, there's a waiting process? Like once you find peace, then you go to a next life.
0: Cool. To so try and live in peace before you die?
2: When, I mean, gotta, try. <laughs> I know. That's the goal. <laughs> it's not always peaceful, but, you know. Ariana, did your anxiety wear off? Are you
0: really <sighs> ready to answer the question?
2: I'm, I'm not
0: perfect, for like the, the horrible details if we're talking about like what physically happened to people when they died. Where that—that'd <laughs> be a scary conversation. We're talking about like, you know, spiritually. What's going? Yeah. on? Where are we going? When we it goes, it goes black. Where are we going? And Ariana, and Ariana's heart and soul. Oh, where are we going? Not it's... her personally, but. What
3: <laughs> I envision it literally like that freaking. <laughs> In the video game, in the Aladdin video game, when Genie's, like, up in the clouds and you have to, like, jump around in the clouds and stuff on, like, Super Nintendo. Yeah, that's what I envision. It's a party up in the clouds. Really? (laughs) Yeah.
0: That's the most colorful answer we've ever gotten on the mostly ghostly show right there.
3: Yep, but you have to be a good person to get there, because if you suck, you're going to go to hell.
0: Now, when you die, do you, do you have any other? Is it just cut right there? You go to the place. Do you have to live a good life in your mind, or do you? Can you? Is there redemption after death?
3: Um, I definitely. I think everybody has the ability to go to the greater place, and I do think that it's our responsibility on our, on this earth. To earn that ticket.
2: (laughs) Yeah.
3: And, but I do believe that there are also souls that roam this planet in human form that didn't come from the shiny happy place (laughs) and came from the darkness from below and reincarnated into humans. I definitely do believe that there are. Evil things in the world as well too, but
2: people born evil. See this, I go back and forth with it because I feel like they're not born with evil; they become evil I because like, of something. Um, yeah, I don't yeah, think
0: it's born evil. I think you're, yeah, you're inherited it. A way.
3: Yeah, I. It's. I do think it's trauma related. I definitely think that evil is related. Um. I think that there are not great things roaming <laughs> too. Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Amazing. Amazing.
3: Like the supernatural episodes.
0: For <laughs> so sure. I'm going to go with Ariana and I'm going to say Heaven's kind of like um, Toontown and Who Framed Roger Rabbit. You know what I mean? Mm. If you're going to be cloud walking, I'm going to be in Toontown, baby. <laughs> <laughs> right doing a big all right what do you think i think i know but you you i don't want to leave you left out when it goes black what happens
1: uh okay we give up the body we train we transition i would tend to say that if we have unfinished business we can choose if we want you to, to come back mm. we finish that business or if we can just choose to come back to help somebody uh with their life I do believe that eventually we merge back into the source. We become one with what you would call the good or the God, which that's where we all came from. We all came from one source, and eventually we work our way back to that source and become one with it. There's no ego. There's no nothing. There's just bliss, and we're one with our essence, with uh, uh, the source of all things. I base that partly on... um when I was 17, I did die and I had to be resuscitated. I was gone for about 20 minutes. Wow. Uh, and it was I was almost pissed off when they woke me up. It was actually <laughs> the most incredible thing in the world. There wasn't yeah. people or ancestors there. The feeling was just like incredible bliss. I was somebody, but I wasn't the me I knew. I was aware, but without ego. I just was, it was just pure bliss. And then boom, I'm back. Well, I'm back for a reason, whatever that may be. And I'm tr- spending my whole life trying to figure that out. <laughs> and make good, good use of the opportunity.
0: Yeah. yeah. Does uh, What do you guys think real quick? Does trauma transcend? Like if your issues are deep enough tra- within you and you pass, does that still go with you and haunt you in an after existence?
2: I think, yeah, it means you just have unfinished business. You haven't made peace with it yet.
0: Scary, huh? What do you think, Ariana?
3: I don't know, because I like the whole topic of like suicide and stuff, because being you know, born and raised or whatever. I was taught that just because you committed suicide doesn't mean you're going to hell. But I, big misconception and whatnot, in that a lot of people think that like if you commit suicide, you're not, that's, you're not going to heaven. But I don't believe that at all. Um, yeah. And I just got sidetracked like a bad and I can't remember what your question was.
0: You no, know, the question was, um, if you die with, like, heavy trauma, does it carry on with you. But that was a good point. I mean, well, you brought up an interesting point that me and Ray kind of struggle with, I think, because me and Ray kind of, that's the only the only thing I think me and Ray kind of differ on. And I think it's just because I was raised that suicide was, you know, a sin and you went to hell for it. Yeah. You were, like, in a miserable place, went to a worse place. And I know Ray has been in situations where he's actually, you know, spoken, you know, through the mediumship with people that have done it. And uh, he says it's not the case. You know what I mean? Right, Ray, Ray? Isn't that what you said, right? There there's a peace for him, which I hate to. I, I, tell, I tell Ray and everybody else the most controversial thing I think I've ever been a part of in this entire world was Ray saying that there's peace after... Like, there's hopeful goodness after suicide which you hope for but like it's just i think a lot of people are held are still here because of the fear of it being worse than it is and we don't want to lose nobody because usually situations like that you know give it a little time and you're out of that bad place you know but it's um very controversial stuff right tell them tell
1: them the biz i was uh doing a mediumship gallery there were about 20 people there which i used to like to limit the size and there was a family there, a young man came through. he started giving messages and encouragement for the uh his family that was still behind um he had killed himself, he was sorry he expressed love and he told them that he was better off now he was at peace now, and that he was feeling good and he wanted them to feel good also to be at peace that it wasn't their fault, but and he was at peace and yeah, I just I just accepted his message as it was. Um, I'm not going to argue with him. He's there and I'm here, so yeah.
2: But, yeah, I think I, I, uh,
0: well. Yeah, so well, you know, ladies, we thank you uh, for joining us, getting dramatic with us on the mama type of things. You know what I mean? Um, where can people find your podcast and, and your know, social medias and all that good stuff?
2: Yep, you can find it. We mostly promote on Spotify because that's our, my go-to listen, but we're on Apple Podcasts and quite a few others. My and Heart then... Radio. Yeah. Heart
0: Radio. yeah. Yeah, very 420-friendly uh, show, I heard, too.
2: Yep. Yes. Uh, yeah. we, we have a so. Facebook page. It's okay. Trauma Mama Podcast Facebook page. Yep,
3: you can find us on our personal pages as well, too. Ariana. Yeah. Foreman. <laughs>
0: Say that again real quick. I spoke
3: over you. My bad. Ariana Lally and Samantha Foreman are our personal pages as well, too. You can find us on the Tiki Talks and in the Instagram.
0: Yeah. Don't be stalking these ladies. buddy. But
3: on the
2: Bombastic movie. Media Network. <laughs>
3: That's
0: my favorite part right there. Those <laughs> guys are great. I'm so thankful to be a part of that network. Such a great <laughs> Looks like you. So guys. great. <laughs> But that's, yeah, definitely go check out the show. And I only brought up the 420 thing because I believe you guys are uh, hosting the Boombastic Smokeout 420 show this year, which is probably popping off in, I don't know, a month or so time from this, right?
3: Pretty
2: Yeah. I kind of think, I was like, wait, what month is it?
3: (laughs) I know.
0: It's coming, yeah. You know, so it's always, always a pleasure. We'll have you ladies on again sometime. It's always fun mashing it up. And, uh, yeah, Ray, it's always a pleasure, my friend.
1: Uh, privilege is mine.
0: Hey, yeah. <laughs> Check us on out. Got the Patreon page, too, Boombastic Streaming. Got Trauma Mom episodes, uncut videos up there. It's very fantastic. <laughs> and, uh, uncut mostly ghostlies, Two Video form mostly ghostlies. What I, in a world with eyeballs, why do you need your ears? Everybody rip off your ears and burn them in protest. Uh be stand strong with mostly ghostly and drama mamas. We'll catch y'all on yeah. the next episode of Mostly Ghostly.